wrapped up and back to London. Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, everybody. This is uh, End Times Friday. Good morning. Uh, we're, uh, as we, uh, last week, uh, we were actually taping this in uh, Kathy's beautiful studio with that. Mm-hmm. By the way, does anybody play, play that piano back there? Joshua does. He does. Yeah, okay. he does. That's gotta be fun. Is it tuned up? Uh, you know, it, it could stand to be tuned again, <laughs> but it's not bad. It's not bad. Got Joshua plays it and um, my exchange students, you know, we had a couple of exchange students live with us throughout oh, the years. Did. Gunner and David, they both played some. Gunner really could play it beautifully, but but Joshua still, with Joshua living at home, I get to hear it again now, which oh, is nice. Yeah, at our home, um, Aiden, uh, who's a senior in high school now, ready to go to college, um, he's a drummer. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, I'm a drummer, so I was able to start him. Yeah, drumming. Um, Linda and I were just uh, we were talking about that because he's become um, really, if you if you could not see him but listen to him play, you would say, well, that's a professional drummer. Mm, that's I mean, awesome. he's, he's that good. Yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's that's very good so fun. So he gets to he gets to play. Uh, he's got a drum set at our house, and uh, uh, he can hear it. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I bet you can. <laughs> um, but you know, he's just—it's just fun, right? When somebody is pretty oh, good gosh. at something. I love when when all my kids are home. Um, Caleb is a phenomenal guitar player, and so when the two of Josh and Caleb will get going, y'all, Dan and Anna will tell you neither of them have any musical inklings whatsoever, but. Um, but it's fun to listen. Josh and Caleb will get going together, and yeah. just it's it's such a joy to hear. Yeah, and when um, Lynn and I were just talking about uh, when he was three, uh, Linda, I, I think we talked about one of the, one of the things that Linda did when she was both working, um, so to speak, is she would teach uh, worship songs. Right. Um, and. She was very creative in it. Well, Michael W. Smith, uh, you know, does, uh, when he does his new worship uh, CDs, I guess you call them, but he also puts out a video with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so Linda would get the video and uh, and then we'd, we would be in our family room and she would just put it up and the kids would be there and they would, you know, somehow they would get, a te- uh, uh, you know, interested in it. Right. And then they'd engage it. And so she wasn't like, you got to sit and watch it. She just put it up. Right. But they then became interested. Well, Aiden, we got a, we got a, and we got a video of him uh, watching this video. So um, he's watching a Michael W. Smith video. And there's, uh, when he came out with this, this was maybe, you know, 10, 10, 12 years. No, no, let's see, he's 17. So it would have been 14 years. Um, 
came out with a new uh, CD. And the first uh, song uh, starts with a drum, basically a drum solo. Right. Uh, and uh, we, we had taken this video and really, you know, didn't pay much attention to it, but we watched it, you know, like three or four months ago. And three-year-old Aiden <laughs> uh, was at a table. Already and practicing he was, the beat. Huh? He, was, he was playing those awesome. beats right. from that drum solo. And like Isn't thought, that great? He already had that <laughs> in him. You know, That's to do awesome. It. You know, so it's kind of fun. And so it must be fun to, uh, when did he learn piano? Like Josh? Uh, Josh started playing piano when he was seven, I think. And uh, Caleb, same thing, when he was seven, we started him with guitar. He, Caleb is the one, both of them are very musical, but Caleb, it's like, that's his happy place. That is how he relaxes and unwinds and everything and just truly enjoys. He's um, on our worship band um, at church too, which is just oh, uh, like off the charts, talented group of people. So it's been really fun. That's grown him a lot too. Mm. But um, from the time he was little, I, I used to sing all the time. And um, he would go to these rehearsals we would have for the worship team and stuff at church. And he would sit, I remember Matt Eltringham was a very talented guitar player. And Caleb would sit there mesmerized with the entire practice watching and ask when he got to do that. You know, I mean, at like four years old, he, yeah. was, he was watching and waiting. And I remember Matt telling us, just wait till he's like seven because his fingers need to be long enough that he's not frustrated that he can't hit the chords, yeah. you know? And, um, and so as soon as he was seven, we started him with, uh, with guitar lessons and he has never put it down since. Absolutely mm -hmm. loved it. But he used to always say, hey, Matt, what kind of guitar do you want to play? The blue one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Give me the blue one. The blue one. Um, well, yesterday um, uh, we had as our guest, uh, Casey Mulligan, who's a, uh, professor at the University of Chicago uh, in economics and uh, kind of a famous worldwide known. He's worked in the White House and um, he appears on Fox News, a variety of things. Um, he's, I've, I've worked with him uh, many, many years now in terms of getting, you know, perspective on the economy and what's going on. And he has a lot of interesting insight, right? He has a lot of insight and, um, he looks at it in terms of, um, in a sense, a uh, what happens when uh, certain things happen in the economy that um, decrease uh, people's ability to both um, have have income or, or wind up with less income because mm -hmm. of taxation or cost, and then it costs more to buy things so they, they have less to spend. Mm -hmm. uh, he said that's what ultimately, and he, and he kept using the word uh, in, in actually the next week's session, which we taped already, uh, which we'll cover as well. But he, he, he remember he used the word drag on the economy. Mm -hmm. uh, that there are certain things that drag right. on the economy where it could, by natural methods, if it was left alone, would actually uh, grow significantly, mm -hmm. but there's things that the government does uh, or, or, in, or conditions that happen that drag the economy mm -hmm. and then struggle. And basically he said, um, 
because of uh, regulation, uh, which, and we'll, we'll explain this a little bit further, but I would urge you to go back and listen to him uh, yes, for yesterday uh, uh, with guest Thursday, and then next week, and we'll cover this more, he'll be the, he'll have part two, uh, would be to listen to that as well. Because he has, it was, it was really talking about, uh, it, our questions to him was about, it was happening mm -hmm. you know, economically, you know, and he had some really good insight on it. Right. But he talked about uh, regulation and uh, regulation, he defined it as uh, the government decides mm -hmm. that you're required to do certain things and you don't have an option. Right. And they're intrinsic. He explained, it was fascinating to me to hear um, intrinsic costs that we don't even recognize are passed down to us. Right in these regulations yep. and, and that impact our cost of living and our standard of living, therefore, and ability to earn. There's so many implications that come through these regulations that I don't think I ever realized the ripple effects of something, to right, be honest. Right, right. And the cost of it in terms of what he calls, uh, he defines it in a broad sense of um, a, a tax or a burden mm -hmm. on the economy. And he gave a couple examples of, um, regulation around, let's say, uh, pharmaceuticals mm -hmm. is that um, they make it harder to have generics, which are less expensive. And that means you have to pay more mm -hmm. for medication. And that medication, then because you're paying more, means less money in your pocket. Right. Um, and he even went as far as to talk about the hidden tax and some of those things. Right. I didn't realize, you know, the hidden tax and in inflation. Right. As those costs went up, then there is also a greater taxation on right. all of that. Right. And so then there's this other tax element that comes in. It's fascinating to listen to. Yeah, yeah. And he made one statement. Um, we didn't really go into it, but he made a statement that, and I think this is going to be next week. He, he says, uh, and the bureaucracy mm -hmm. is going to get bigger and stronger and it almost can't undo it, mm. uh, which has an impact, you know. On, right. On, on so uh, talked about regulation and the cost of that and use that as an example, cost of internet, and that's another one, cost of, uh, he's predicting that the automobile regulations of, of making them reach a certain uh, miles per gallon, which they're targeting is 60, mm -hmm. which he said basically is going to take out the gas cars. Right. Because uh, it won't be affordable. Um, right. And then he said electric cars will wind up being also super expensive and untenable. And so that'll force decision-making, which is what we're going to talk about in terms of wisdom. Um, ultimately, what does that mean for us if we can't afford two cars or we can't right. afford any car? You know? And what does that look like for our livelihood? How right. we where make we, a living, all of this, yeah. our, our businesses. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting. So we appreciate, uh, again, thank you, Casey, for uh, helping us understand it. And uh, again, we urge you to go back, listen to yesterday, uh, listen next week to his uh, podcast of understanding. And it really kind of set the stage for some of the things, you know, that we're going to talk about. Um, as we talk about the end times, um, we're looking at potential factors that would maybe push us into a place of what's called the tribulation. And it actually happens. It actually mm -hmm. initiates the, uh, the end time sequence. Um, one thing that's always interesting to me <laughs> is that uh, 
I hear people pray, uh, you know, come Lord Jesus, come, mm -hmm. you know, which is, hey, come back as you promised. And, and I say, well, um, you can pray that all you want, but we know one thing, it's minimum seven years away. Because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't return until the end of the tribulation. Right, we haven't started right. the tribulation. So he ain't going to just show up, you know, right, it's, it's right. going to happen then. So it's going to be interesting. But um, as we look at the, uh, and Casey basically, you know, talked about the influences that are happening right now. And of course, history, um, and this would be true as you look at, at all, all history and particularly the economic history with us, America, is that when certain things went into a certain place, negative, mm -hmm. uh, the people wound up saying, wait a minute, we don't want to live this way. Right. And so we're going to, let's change this or let's force a change or let's force the government to change. Mm -hmm. And um, he talked about, you know, regulation that was there in the 70s, uh, which I do remember. Um, and he basically said it caused, you know, recession. Mm -hmm. And the people said, eh, let's not do that. And because both parties looked at it with their with their constituents and said you know what we need to change this. right and pushed back on the amount of regulation that's going on and they themselves mm -hmm. through representing their constituents got together and said this is more than just a partisan thing mm -hmm. uh, he, and he actually called it bipartisan we have to change it and they did you know mm -hmm. and he said that changes the economy now so his perspective by the way is because uh, you and you can tell you'll you'll see when you listen to it it's just information mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's collecting data <laughs> just information and here's what it is historically you know uh, yeah it could go negative but ultimately it'll go back you know to be a positive so um, that's why we are trying to help people understand that um, are we headed toward the tribulation could be um, and if we are we need to understand it because it will get worse economically. Mm -hmm. And there'll be a point where the creation of the one world government um, is going to come, remember, out of a willingness, right. not a force. So if it's a willingness, and he actually supported, without really talking about it, the motivation. Mm -hmm. And that is that people are driven by economics. Yeah. And if the economics get awful, Mm -hmm. Well then, let's they're going to look to a solution. Let's look to something mm -hmm. different, and we'll support it. And and right. I believe um, it will be in a sense bipartisan because mm -hmm. all those differences will kind of dissipate. And hey, let's let's do it this way, mm -hmm. and we both can gain from this. And we don't need to have our sharp disagreements mm -hmm. divide us when we need to resolve right. this. You know? So I think it'll be a deep. Hmm. It could be a very deep catastrophe economically, um, and, I, and I'll talk more about it with him about what could cause that. Right. Uh, we didn't get into that, but it'd be interesting to say, okay, I understand your perspective on it. It's likely it's going to come back, but what could mm -hmm. cause it to, boom, you know, tank, right, right. You know, and uh, it's possible based on where we are today. It's good. Um, so um, as we look at that, it's... Um, even if we're not headed toward that point of the tribulation in the next X number of years, things are still happening. Mm -hmm. um, and he's, he's helped us understand is that 
there are drags on the economy right now, and if other things continue the way they are, they could move it into a negative place, mm -hmm. what they call negative growth. And he defined it in a couple of different ways is if it goes negative per se, it means less, everybody gets impacted. Right. Uh, no matter what. Um, he said the numbers could show it flat mm -hmm. or even slightly higher, but we all, because of what's going on, wind up with a lower standard of living. And we have to make choices economically about work and saving and spending uh, that we'll have to make if it goes to that place. And it's possible that it could go because of these factors that we'll talk about you know, this week and next week, it could go pretty decently negative. Mm -hmm. um, and we'll talk about what those could be. He, he didn't predict it as saying, well, it's gonna happen for sure, uh, but it's a strong possibility. Right. So uh, we're gonna look at those kind of factors and what they're doing. His first premise that we talked about yesterday was about regulation mm -hmm. and that that's a drag on the economy and we're struggling uh, because of it. Um, and you know what if, if we if that moves us into recessionary or negative place, um, you know what does that mean? So uh, we want to just talk about the implication of that regardless of whether we're heading you know, Right. That well, hmm. God said, pay attention and learn from each other. Right. You know what that what that impact. How do we approach it? So uh, we're we've been using uh, Proverbs eight to kind of set the stage for that. So Proverbs eight uh, six through twenty one. Listen, for I will speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my lips will come right things. From my mouth will speak truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All of the words of my mouth are with righteousness. Nothing crooked or perverse is in them. They are all plain to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies and all the things one may desire cannot be compared with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule and no nobles, all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of the paths of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth, that I may fill their treasuries. Yep. Um, and so um, as we're looking at uh, economic, particularly issues of the world and then America and then us, um, these things are going to Mm -hmm. um, because they're not controlled by us, right? But they are uh, evident. They're true. Uh, they're set by by happening in policy. You know, Casey yesterday said, you know, one of the things on the economy is regulation. Mm -hmm. Regulation comes from government officials who decide. By the way, he talked about it. You had a great great question about that. Um, where does it come from? Right. And he said, well, there are laws, you know, that the, that the Congress sets up. But he said, departments mm -hmm. operate 
independent of that and just set it right as as the new regular regulation and you have to conform and you to have that. to conform right um, and so he said government is right at the moment is accelerating more and more regulation that is having negative impact on the economy mm -hmm. and it's, you know it's a drag on the economy um, so that and since it's accelerating and we don't know the impact of that mm -hmm. yet like for example uh, he played out a scenario um, we didn't talk about you know what would that ultimately mean but he said if they fulfill moving uh, the gas regulation of automobiles to 60 gallons a mile, right. not 60 miles a gallon. Um, it'll push the price of cars, gas cars, out of reach mm -hmm. for most people. You won't be able to afford to buy one. He said, now remember, people say, well, yeah, but that's new cars. He said, yeah, but behind that, then we'll, we'll bring the prices up of used cars. Right. And they won't even meet the regulation if they ultimately take care of that. So uh, he said that now that don't don't look at just, well, I can avoid that. You, mm -hmm. You're not going to. And then uh, two, he said, and this is where, you know, uh, the we looking for wisdom don't understand it all is that, well, OK, let's just say we all have to buy electric. Mm -hmm. Well, a couple of things about that. The cost of those is going to be sky high. Right. Uh, one. And then two, is there even an infrastructure in place in yet place right. to be able to actually mm -hmm. operate in that way? Right. To get around and to have places where you can do it and or the grid can handle it. Like, for example, in California, uh, this is funny because they, they uh, made a regulation that by 2035, um, there has to be all electric cars in California. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they had a heat wave two days later. Right. And the government comes, <laughs> they just passed that. Mm -hmm. And two days later, they said and publicized anybody, <laughs> and this is always funny, every, anybody who owns an electric car, don't charge it. Right. Because you, the grid you can't do, handle it. We're going to collapse the grid, right? You know, and and they're not ready for it, and that's just a minuscule amount of people right. that have electric cars. Think about the whole state of California. Mm -hmm. You know, they they couldn't handle it. So the infrastructure to even support that uh, probably can't get there mm -hmm. to support that you know that requirement, uh, which means you're getting caught in a pickle. And he what he did is as Casey played out, he said, so if you play all that out you then can't afford to have a car. Mm -hmm. If you can't afford to have a car, what do you do? Well, you're forced to take a bus or a train. Right. And therefore, your logical conclusion would be, I better go live in a city. Mm -hmm. Because these places that don't have public transport readily available then are no longer quite as attractive to be in. Yeah, right? yeah. And I'm not going to be able to get around and enjoy life mm -hmm. uh, even if you if the companies allow me to work remotely, I don't want to be stuck doing mm -hmm. nothing. You know? To go somewhere is going to be hard to go. I can't just go to a restaurant. I take a bus and get it at night. And all, you know, right, so, right. so there's a lot of implications. So ultimately, as things start to play out, um, it is understanding 
the implication of that? And are there any decisions that I should make now that would put me in a better place for later, mm-hmm. given what's, what's going to happen? And, and, and we don't know. The interesting thing, we don't know what God does. Right, right. So he says, um, if you seek me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it. Mm-hmm. Okay, now think about how simple that is. If we really would like to understand how we should go into this uncertainty, mm-hmm. we just need that. All we got <laughs> to do is ask. Right. So if you ask me, I will reveal it to you, I'll show it to you. Um, and that you know, uh, even with, you know, Casey, with all of his uh, under, great understanding, he really can't predict mm-hmm. where it ultimately is going to go because right. why? Well, he's not God. Uh, no, none of us can. But we have perfect access to but the one who can and does know. To, okay, yeah. what what does that mean? And now mm-hmm. that I'm aware of it, and then he he, he says two things in here. If you seek me, and wisdom will be able to give you answers of how to walk in life mm-hmm. so that it will go well with you. Right. Uh, that's his heart. I think that's God's heart. And that's why nothing surprises him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even these difficult things that are coming up, um, I can handle it. Don't worry. Right. I can get you through it. I can get you the right place. I can do things supernaturally. Uh, trust me. And he says, I'm going to, I'm going to, you're going to learn knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's why we had Casey on, on the show. Right. Is he's got knowledge. Right. And we need to know that. And he gave us, and I really would urge it again, everybody to uh, watch it. Um, he gave us a kind of a perspective of kind of a simple way to start thinking mm-hmm. stuff. And, and be careful not to overcomplicate. You know, so mm-hmm. I would, he gave us knowledge. And hey, by the way, this is, this is where it's headed. And then two, he says, um, I'm going to give you instruction. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, now we know that certain things could go a certain way. Right. And right now there's a drag on the economy. It's likely to get worse. Uh, Casey wouldn't say it, but I will say it that the likelihood then with the interest rates and what's, what's headed with housing and cars, mm-hmm. uh, that I believe we are going to go into a negative economy, mm-hmm. which would which technically would be a recession, although except they, they, that they, they redefined, redefined it. it. <laughs> we don't want to call it that anymore. Uh, uh, so, so I think that there's a high probability that mm-hmm. it would go that way. He would, he said it was 50-50. I think it could be higher. Um, and things are happening. We need to be aware of. Okay, if that's going to happen, and that knowledge mm-hmm. is starting to at least be presented to us, right? What do we need? We just need to ask God for continued wisdom and insight. Okay, with the knowledge you've given us, what do we do with that? Yeah, and we need instruction. Mm-hmm. And, he, and it says right there, I'll give you instruction mm-hmm. uh, of what to do. So we're going to uh, talk uh, next time as well as a few others after that is um, what, are, what are some ways to pursue that instruction and what kind of instruction would be helpful for us to understand and the questions that we are to ask, and God says, I can help you understand that about, um, and this will be things like uh, the industry that you're working in, the business that you're working mm-hmm. in. Uh, you might own a business. Right. You know, what are you supposed to do with this? Um, what do we look at if a recession happens and um, I 
I get laid off um, and or um, I have to spend more money on things that I used to not and I don't really save much and uh-oh, uh, am I going to be in trouble? So there's a variety of realistic questions right. that we really need to ask and we need some instruction. So, so what we're going to do is, and, and we want to help everybody understand this, which is how we always do it, is uh, we don't have the answers. <laughs> um, so we're not going to tell you you should. And by the way, people that do, you got to be careful. Right. Um, you should, you should, you should. Uh, is eh, um, We don't really know. Uh, I think that's why Casey was so careful about that. Right, is, right. Uh, he, he really said, I can't tell you what you should do. Right. Because he knows. And he said, God knows. Mm-hmm. And he made a statement, by the way, I'll make that at the end of the next session when you see it next week, is uh, the neat thing about God is that he knows how much you can handle mm-hmm. and he'll let you know, you know, right. And so uh, it's kind of fun. And he's experienced personally is, well, where do I go with this information? How do I develop it further? And God, you know, God gave an answer. So mm-hmm. um, it's not about what specialists or what we say, so-called experts, remember we're human and we can give thoughts and we can give, hey, by the way, look at, mm-hmm. but the key as you look at either getting ready for the end and or this next season, well, let's go ask God. Right. And what we're going to do is try to help you set up the right questions mm-hmm. and be willing to pursue it. And don't, the key is don't ignore it. Cause he said, in essence, if you don't pursue this, mm-hmm. you're going to wind up in a, in a place that isn't very pleasant. Right. Right. Uh, all because why? You just lazy. Just got lazy there. Right. Particularly when things are happening, they're really mm-hmm. going to happen. And again, we we use we could use the, the simple analogy of you know uh, when Henry Ford was coming up with the Model mm-hmm. T, there were lots of companies that made buggy whips. Mm-hmm. Well, they should have been paying attention if you, if to this market if disruptor. If you didn't look at that, and say, huh, interesting. That replaces the horse. Right. It doesn't need a buggy whip. I'm, I may need another business or another. Is that can impact my business? You know, and uh, again, you know, timing and all of that. But uh, the privilege of a believer who was making buggy whips is well, God, what do you got to say about that? And he would have said, Yeah, you really need to start looking at doing something differently because the truth is it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we got to be aware of that. And, right. and so we're going to help you set up the right way to approach this, right. particularly in the economics and Casey's kind of the stimulus of this because he's gonna set up the premises that we can then look at and look at some possibilities that he even understands mm-hmm. that yeah, it could go negative. Uh, maybe not, uh, but it may. And if yeah. it does, we need to understand it. So, and like you said, at the end of the day, our our job <laughs> is truly to lead you back to the feet of Jesus. Yes. It's to encourage you and help guide you in dialoguing with God on these things so that he can reveal to you truth and wisdom. That's right. That's right. And it's a fun thing that we get to have. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you that you say you'll give us wisdom, give us insight. And uh, we pray for that. It will go well if we seek it. And if we seek it, we'll find it. What a privilege that is. And we pray that all of us would have a heart not to be afraid of it, uh, not to be concerned about it, not to be lazy with it, uh, but rather the things are happening. Um, economically and uh, we need to understand that we talked about uh, AI and the implication of that and and we need to talk about the economy and the implication of that we thank you in Christ amen amen well thank you so much for joining us everyone 
as always, if you have questions, be sure to send them in to questions at afjministry.com and we'll see you next time. Yep. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.